Greetings and salutations and welcome to the Trash Fire Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am your host, Skits M. Jones, and we are just going to kick right into it with a quick review and recap, because look, here's the thing. All right, if you subscribe to the show, you might be noticing that it has come out considerably later than it usually does on a Wednesday, and that is because I had to sleep I was so tired, y'all. It has been an absolute wild past few weeks. Like, there has been so much going on. I have been so tired. Um, so I just needed, I needed to sleep in. I had to. Um, throws off the release schedule a little bit. It's still Wednesday. It's still coming out on the right day. You're fine. Um... But there's been, there has been, there has been a lot going on. Uh, so let's get into that. What's been uh, the happenings of late? Um, on uh, this past Saturday. Uh, oh wait, no, hold on. Uh, oh, this past Thursday uh, was Game of Microphones. Uh, the lineup was killer. It was uh, Tyler Kretz, Anthony LaPerry, Timmy Blaze, uh, Ariana Freeman, Ian Molnar, Matt Buck. Alec Jones, uh, the headliner was Andrew Shankland, it was fantastic, it was such a good show, uh, everyone was, was wonderful, um, yeah, super, super fun show, uh, I, I felt really good hosting it, uh, it, it was good, so Thursday was super good, Friday was like hell day at work, because Friday is always hell day at work, then Saturday was shots and giggles at the Drunken Donut, uh, which was another absolutely fantastic show. Uh, Alec Jones, Emily Schaefer, J.R. Castro popped in, uh, Tessa Orzak, Tyler Kretz, Ryan Mason, myself, uh, Amy and Timmy Blaze, both hosting. Um, such a great show. I felt really good about my set. Um, I uh, uh, came up with a, a, a fresh bit that that was kind of a, a spin-off of something. I had done a riff at the Two Brothers show, uh, the the um Still Not Friday show a few weeks back about um guys with swords and you know how many swords uh, a guy is allowed to have on his wall before you won't fuck him. And then at the sh- uh at the Shots and Giggles show, uh I riffed that uh, and added it, if you follow me on social media, you you've seen the riff. Um, I added, cause I, I don't want just, you know, shit on guys. So I was like, all right, well, what is the, the, the ladies equivalent like of, of the sword collection? And then I took it a step further and was like, all right, well, what about non-binary people? What's, what's the, the collection for non-binary people? And I mean, they're all based in some, uh, you know, stereotypes or, or whatnot, but it, it, it's a fun little, it was a fun little riff that got a really good response. So I brought it over to, uh, Monday. Um, oh, uh, before I get, so Saturday did that show, felt really good, had fun. Sunday, I went and did the, uh, Oh, did that offend you podcast? Um, with uh, uh, Burt Young and Kyle Allen and Joe Beasley. Uh, you can find that uh, at uh, O-D-T-O-Y um, podcast. It's, uh, 
it was fun. It was wild. It was uh, like a three and a half hour long, you know, chat between the, 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 the four of us. Uh, and then, uh, it live streams on Twitch, which means we're interacting with the people who are, you know, interacting on Twitch and, and talking to them and, um, covered a whole wild gamut of, of, uh, topics and, and whatnot. It's, it's, it's fun. It's, you know, I, I get three and a half hours is a, a stretch, you know, that's like, that can be a, a lot to listen to. Um, you know, I, that's one of the things that, that, uh, keeps me from, from listening to a few podcasts. Cause it's like, there's only so much time in the day, you know, I get it. Media is a thing. Um, I really enjoy that, that live element of it though. That's kind of fun, you know, interacting with people who are commenting and, and things like that. So that was super fun. And, uh, there's a, a very good likelihood that I will be back on that podcast in the, uh, near future. Um, no details or nothing, nothing like set in stone at the moment, but there, I'll probably be back. Um, so that was super fun. Uh, so that was, that was Sunday. And then Monday I did rising laughter at my buddies. Um, that was a fantastic show. The, a bunch of folks on that show. Um, I, I, I can't name everyone just at the moment. Um, so I, apologies for that. Um, but, uh, it was, it was, it was super cool. It was such a good show, such a good room. Uh, and the mic afterwards is fantastic. There's such a, a feeling of that room being a community, like everyone knows everybody and it's very loose and it's a, a different vibe from like the comedy shrine, which I usually do. I, I'd equate it more to like a, uh, like a jokes at Joe's, um, or, or, uh, a, uh, uh, like a mojos, you know, or, or lunar, like everyone there knows everyone there, uh, kind of a thing. So it was wild, uh, seeing from the outside. Um, but like really, really great. And I, I had a really fun, uh, really fun time there. And, uh, there's, there's talk of me going back there in the, in the not too distant future. So, you know, if, if, uh, that comes to pass, I will definitely pass that along. Uh, as it does, um, uh, tomorrow, uh, at comedy shrine. So August 29th, uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, uh, or early on Thursday, uh, come out to comedy shrine, uh, Thursday, 29th, 8 PM. Once again, game of microphones, killer lineup, uh, Katie Phillipson, uh, Dan Castellaggio, I think, I'll, I will have to ask Dan how he says that. Uh, Ashley Rowland, uh, Mike Hover, Andrew King, uh, Vikram Balaji, Brennan Weaver, uh, Jeff Brumfield is headlining, so that's going to be super fun. Uh, it's always a great show, and you know, I I I get a blast out of uh, I I get a kick out of doing it. I have a blast doing it. Um, you know, cause I get to see so many comics, uh, do their thing. And I love that. And I get to meet people and it's, it's wonderful. Uh, and then a week from today, holy shit. Uh, I'm going to be at Elmhurst comedy, um, which is a, a fantastic show. I'm super stoked for that. Uh, check out all of their social media and whatnot for details on, on that show, but that'll be September 4th. And I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll have 
the the full details uh, that I that I can give on the Saturday episode of the Trash Fire of Talk podcast. So stay tuned for that. Um, so yeah, a lot has happened recently. A lot is going to be happening. But yeah, so like I said, you know, Thursday show, uh, Friday work, Saturday show, Sunday podcast, uh, Monday show, um, and then work on top of it. And then, you know, real life, home life stuff on top of that. Um, you know, there's, there's been, uh, you know, stuff in the personal life, uh, because there's always stuff in the personal life. I I don't want to get into, get into it, but you know, it's just been, it's been a hectic few weeks and I was just so tired. Um, so I slept and it was wonderful. Um, I also went out to Mojo's last night. Um, didn't have the best night, which is fine. You know, I, I'm, I'm coming off a couple really good nights that I was super stoked on. Uh, I realized one thing I did that threw a lot of people off and I I think maybe threw myself off too, is I didn't wear, I didn't wear my, uh, my sunglasses on stage. And I think, um, it changed the energy for me. I I've been playing a bit with light and color, uh, theory in, in terms of how it relates to my mood and how it relates to my performance, you know, looking through, different color lenses and how that shapes how I perform. Uh, and then on top of that, it's, um, a little bit of a, a, not a wall between me and the audience, but you know, because they're very clear sunglasses. Like you can still see my eyes through them. Um, but it, it lowers the intensity of, uh, looking someone in the eyes, if that makes sense. Um, you know, cause it can be, it can be kind of, uh, jarring making eye contact for some people, especially, you know, like God comics, we're, we're a lot of us an awkward bunch, you know, we're like socially awkward. We're, we're, we have our, our insecurities and our hangups and all that kind of stuff. And for me, the, the sunglasses are, are, um, comforting, (laughs) if that makes sense. I mean, I like the way they look too. Plus there's an aesthetic, uh, purpose behind it in a lot of pictures, you know, because the, the lighting, um, at certain clubs can be very bright for, you know, whoever's performing. Um, and I'm very pale and I have a very colorful beard, uh, and I'm bald. So like, what'll happen is the only thing that'll get a lot of definition in pictures and video and stuff will be my beard. Uh, but by adding the, the, the glasses, you get a, a better, um, uh, like image of where my eyes are. If, you know, even if you're not seeing them clearly, it creates a better look of a face, you know, in case I'm getting washed out, uh, by the bright lights. So there's, there's multiple purposes behind the sunglasses thing. I'm not just trying to look cool up there. Uh, I mean, I am, I do want to look cool up there. Um, but there's multiple purposes for it. Um, it's, it's, it's not just a fashion choice. Um, and I, I do, I want to, I want to look 
cool, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot in terms of like, what is it that I want my personal aesthetic, my personal style, my personal brand to be when it comes to how I perform my comedy? Because everyone has a, a thing, you know, um, and there's a lot of like, you'll have comics who are angry and bitter and sarcastic, and you'll have comics who are self-deprecating and, you know, that the, they are the butt of all of the humor and that they're making fun of themselves. And then you have people who make fun of society at large. And then you'll have, you know, everyone has kind of their shtick and, um, a lot of it can be very dry or it can be very sarcastic or it can be, uh, very bitter. It can come from a, a place of unhappiness uh, that, that drives the performance. And, and I don't want to be that, you know, I, I think joyful is what I want my performance to, to come across as like, I want to love this and I want you to love this as much as I love this because I, I do, I do genuinely love performing. There is nothing in the world that makes me happier than being on a stage and I want to come across as fun and joyful. And that's the, if I, if I had to put descriptors on what I would want my, my brand and my style and my aesthetic to be joyful would be it. I, you know, cause in my real life, like I, you know, I, I've, been heavily political and I've, you know, done the activist thing and I've, I've worked in nonprofits and I've, I've, you know, fight the good fight and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, there was a, there was a time when I first started doing this where I was like, oh, I'm going to be truth to power comic. I'm going to speak on the, 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 the issues, the topics. I'm going to be political. I'm going to be timely. I'm going to do this, that, and the other. And, it's not that I don't appreciate that, but I, there are so many people who do that and so many who will do it better than me. And there's probably people who do what I do currently better than me, of course, you know, cause that's whatever. Um, but I, I want people to feel good, you know, when, when they, when they see me perform and, and after I want them to feel happy. Um, you know, I, it, it's, I don't know. That's, it's something I've been thinking about. Um, and I want to look, you know, cool and comfortable up there. Like I'm not, I'm not terribly self-deprecating in my, in my humor. Um, you know, I, I, I think poorly of myself often enough. I don't want to make that my shtick, you know, um, I deal with insecurities and depression and anxieties and I worry about things. So to double down on that and make that my persona would probably be hurtful to, to me, you know? Um, uh, so yeah, I want, I want embracing of self and I want to have people leave feeling like they can embrace themselves too, if that makes sense. And maybe I'm thinking too much of like what the impact of seeing 
someone perform can be, but maybe I'm not because I've seen performances, uh, you know, whether it's music or whether it's uh, comedy or whatever it is that that make you feel a certain way. And I, I definitely want to, you know, have people leave feeling a certain way. I, I think there's nothing wrong with having that kind of uh, agenda or, or thought process when you come to doing the thing, you know, so I, yeah, I don't want to be self-deprecating. I don't want to be the one who, who beats myself up for the amusement of others. And I don't want to beat other people up for the amusement of others too. I kind of just want to embrace weirdness and absurdity and difference and things of that nature. That said, I'm still going to have jokes that, you know, will uh, punch a little bit at, you know, some of the, the things that can separate and alienate and hurt. You know, I'm, I still have my, my cop jokes in my arsenal. I still have my, uh, you know, my, uh, incel, uh, jokes. Um, but I don't, I don't want to be the mad comic, if that makes sense. I don't know. That's that's something I've I've been thinking about and something else I've been thinking about with with the insecurities and and stuff cuz I've gotten to do a lot like I said I was very tired this week cuz I got to do a lot this week and I I have more still coming and I've talked in the past about you know the the fear of it all coming to an end the the fear of the dry spells the the come down the glitter crash all of it um and something else that that I've I've been thinking about is when having any degrees of success or, or forward momentum or you know getting shows that a lot of my peers also want to be on some of these shows and a lot of my 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 peers and and people who started around me or people I've I've you know been in the scene with you know they they want to be doing some of the things that I'm I'm doing and and I'm, I, it, it can be a weird kind of interaction state, uh, you know, cause it, you want to talk shop with, with your peers. So, you know, you're like, Hey, what, have, what are you doing? What have you got going on? You know, this, that, and the other, and I want to hear about other people's shows. And I, you know, I, I want to know how people are doing. Cause I, I want everyone to be just out there absolutely crushing it. You know, like I've talked about, I'm not in competition with, with anybody. Cause there's so many platforms. There's so many ways, uh, to do the thing that like, I don't want to feel like I'm competing with my peers or anything like that. I mean, yeah, there's going to come times where, you know, me and another person might both be trying to get the same spot. And like, there's some element of, of competition to that. You know, if, if everyone is trying to get on the same shows or trying to get the same spot, like there is an element of, of competition, but I'm not trying to beat anyone. I'm just trying to be the best that I can be so that people want to put me on stages, not to the detriment of others. You know, I, And, you know, so talking with some of my peers who aren't getting the same opportunities or having the same successes or, or getting into the same rooms or whatever, like 
and and I I made a joke about this last night when I did the open mic, and I it there are a number of reasons my set was not the way I wanted it to be last night. I was trying all new material, and one of the things is I I I made a a humble brag joke because I was trying to set up for something else, and I I don't think it flowed the way that I had I had wanted it to flow. I don't know, um, but I I. I know that it can be a thing where you talk about people, talk with people about the things they're doing. And, you know, there can be that thing of like feeling like, oh, you're, you know, you're bragging or you're, you're showing off or whatever. And that's, that's never an intention that I have. Um, but I, I feel like it, can occasionally come across that way, which then, you know, alienates you from your peers. And that's a thing. And that, that's such a, 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 a frustration. Cause like I, when I'm asking people about their shows, like I'm, I'm genuinely curious. I want to hear that people are out there doing the thing. Cause like, man, I'm just, I'm so stoked on all of this, you know? And it was, it was the same thing in wrestling. You know, if I see someone out there working every weekend, I was delighted. Like, that that's so cool. And when someone, you know, got too big for uh, a company I was part of, you know, and they'd move on to, like, the bigger stages, like, that's that's the best. And I, I'm, like, so proud to see people at at one level go up to the next level. Like, that's so cool. And it it's so cool to know that like I was there, you know, when they were not there. Like I, there are people I've been in locker rooms with who are on TV on a weekly basis now, and that's so awesome to see. Um, and people getting contracts and people making it, and that's that's the dream, you know. So I'm always because these are my peers. I'm happy for them. Um, it's that uh, in in the uh, polyamory, uh, communities, they call it, uh, uh, compersion. It's the opposite of, of jealousy. You know, jealousy is you're envious of the, the things that other people have. Whereas compersion is finding joy in the, the, the fact that others are finding joy. Usually it's in relation to like, oh, my girlfriend has a new boyfriend and they're having a blast and I'm delighted for her because her happiness makes me happy, kind of a thing. And it's the same thing with, with performing, with whether it's stand-up or whether it's bands or whatever. Like, when I see people who I enjoy uh, crushing it, I'm so happy for them. And it, it, it bums me out that, you know, when talking about what, what we're all up to, if there's someone who's not, where they want to be it makes them feel bummed out or insecure or or not good enough that they're not in the same spots and I don't know I I never like I said I don't want to be the person making other people feel bad that's that that breaks my heart that that's a, a thing you know and I, I know I don't have control over the reactions of other people and, and things like that and um, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, but yeah, I just, I want everyone to be crushing it, you know? And I also want to be able to 
talk about successes and, you know, be happy or, or proud even, you know, without, without it feeling like a, a brag or, or a showing off or anything like that. And I don't know, that's a, I think because we're all so in our heads just constantly, cause it, you have to be to, to do this kind of a thing. Um, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Um, but for anyone, you know, who, whoever thinks that like, I'm, I'm coming across in a certain way, like I, I hope y'all know that's not, that's not the intention. Um, and you know, if, if, if it ever seems like I'm being a dick, check me, you know, uh, anyone listening to this podcast, you have my utmost permission. Like if I seem like I'm getting, you know, out of, out of place, you know, whether it's, uh, whether it seems like cockiness or whether it seems like what, whatever it is, like, check me, absolutely check me. Um, you have my permission. Uh, yeah. So I don't know, done a lot of things, still have more things coming up. Like I said, I'm so stoked on this week's lineup for game of microphones. I'm, I'm so stoked on getting to do Elmhurst comedy. Cause that's my hometown. Like I, I was raised in Elmhurst. Um, and so knowing that I'm going to be there, like to, to do the thing that I'm doing now is, is super wild. Um, and you know, I'm just, I'm so grateful for all of it. The, the fact that I get to do this, like I, I can't even express how grateful I am to get to do this. Um, cause not everyone gets to, um, and it's, you know, I, I, I joke with people, um, that, you know, when I was a kid and people asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? I, I would say famous, um, you know, and at the time I was, you know, I was always in like theater in school and I was always, uh, in choirs or in singing competitions or, you know, doing whatever. I always wanted to perform for a living. And, and in my mind, the only way to do that was, you know, if you're famous, you're doing it all the time. Um, now I know that you can be doing it all the time and making a living doing it all the time and still not be famous. Uh, so I've, I've amended my goals. Now I just want to be successful enough to do this forever and not have to worry about, uh, paying the bills and things like that. I, I want to be able to do this at the level where I can be comfortably successful. You know, fame would be wild. Don't get me wrong. I'm certainly not. If, if someone wants to come up to me and be like, Hey, we'll give you all this money. Uh, she'll, you know, this product granted, I have hard, you know, hard lines and hard knows of what I would or would not shill. But if someone's like, Hey, we want you to, to do the thing like, yeah, I'm going to jump at the opportunity. Cause you know, why would I, why would I not? You only get one chance to do anything sometimes, you know, some, there are second chances, but like, I don't know. I'm rambling. <sighs> it's been kind of an all over the place, um, episode. And that's fine. Um, yeah. You know what? Let's move on to the, uh, to the other segments. 
because we're we're running we're running long enough. I don't want to keep y'all. I like to keep my my solo uh, episodes of the podcast short. You know, this this is a commute. Listen, this is a to and from work. Whatever. Anyway, so to the segments. Uh, first up, song recommendations. Um, in keeping with the theme of the episode, I'm. I'm not doing like an old, old and a new, new song. Uh, there, there is some time between them, but I'm going with a theme. You know, I talked about, uh, I used to joke when I went, when I was a kid, I'd say when I grew up, I wanted to be, uh, famous. I want to be, you know, a performer, whatever. Um, and you know, I'm 36 and I still don't feel like I'm a grown up. Uh, and so that brings us to the first song that I'm going to recommend. It's uh, by the band Garbage, one of my favorite bands, off their uh, 1998 second album, version 2.0. And the song is When I Grow Up. Uh, The song was also featured on the Big Daddy soundtrack. And it's a song about the equating of age with maturity and stability and what adulthood means in that context and, you know, what is growing up and the fact that a lot of people who perceive themselves as grown up will be uh, condescending to people who they they perceive as still childlike or youthful or what what have you. And and occasionally, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm 36. When I'm talking to someone in their in their early 20s, I'll I'll make, you know, the the old people, oh, back in my day kind of jokes and shit like that, but like none of us know what the fuck we're doing ever ever in life because this is our first time doing it all to our, you know, uh, recollection. I don't know where you sit with reincarnation and stuff, but this is the, for all intents and purposes, this is the first go round for all of us. So we're all just making it up, you know? Um, so what is being a grown up? Fucked if I know. And that's what that song's about. And Garbage is fantastic, and Shirley Manson is a goddamned icon and a treasure, and you should listen to uh, everything that Garbage has ever done, ever. Um, Ten years later, in 2008, uh, the Pussycat Dolls released a song also called When I Grow Up, and it was also off their second album, which also happened to be their final album to date, Doll Domination. Uh, originally this track was written for Britney Spears, uh, who passed on it. Then it was, uh, Nicole Scherzinger, uh, who's the, the like lead pussycat doll. It was supposed to be for her first solo album, which got scrapped in favor of doing another pussycat dolls album. So she brought the song over to the pussycat dolls and they did it as a, as a collective, um, and it's a, a playful track about the desire to find fame and fortune, but there's, you know, the sly little warnings on what the the cost of fame and fortune and what the, the work you have to put in looks like, um, you know, while still riffing on, oh, I want to be famous, I want to be in TV, I want to be in movies, I want to have groupies, I want people, you know, giving me, you know, money and opportunity and things like that. And, uh... Like, look, it's, yes, I realize that, you know, more money, more problems and things of that nature. Um, you know, it's wild to me that some of the the comics who are getting these multi-billion dollar Netflix specials or whatever are still so 
that they have so much to be unhappy about. <laughs> you know, it's like you're you're it. You're at the top of the game, and you sound so unhappy. Um, so I I get that like you know success doesn't necessarily breed happiness. Um, but that said, uh, I'm going to try and bring happiness to success. So if anyone wants to try and give me success so I can see if that works, uh, by all means, let me know. Um, I said it was originally meant to be a Britney Spears song. Uh, it is topical ground that Britney Spears, uh, tackled later on in her career. Uh, for example, in 2013, uh, off the album, Britney Jean, uh, Britney dropped the song work bitch which is all about, you know, oh, if you want all of these things, all of these trappings of success and you want, you know, you want to be hot and you want to be famous and you want cars and you want money and you want, uh, you know, whatever the trappings of success you perceive, you got to work. And, you know, so that's good advice. Like it's, it's not wrong. Uh, you have to grind. Um, so yeah, so that's, that uh those are your song recommendations i threw in a bonus there you can you can listen to work bitch um don't forget that i do a spotify playlist of suggested uh songs every episode where i've where i've recommended songs all of those songs uh as long as they're available on spotify they're on that playlist um I'm going to get to the tarot pull now, uh, but I'm pulling from a specific deck in honor of tonight's Dragzilla show. Uh, the the lovely queens of Dragzilla, uh, Cindy Vicious and Lucille Fofer, uh, of course, my, 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 my favorite, favorite performers, my favorite queens, my favorite show. Um, and then, of course, Miss Robin Graves doing a lot of the the behind the scenes and and uh, assisting work and whatnot. Like, oh, these are some of my favorite people. I love them so much. They're delightful. They run a fantastic show. If you are into drag, if you are into horror, if you are into comedy, if you are into good music, uh, Dragzilla is at Liars Club tonight. Um, uh, me, me and, and some of those folks are going to be going to see the new Rob Zombie movie when that drops. I'm so excited for that. That's going to be fun. Fun little non-drag related outing. Uh, it'll be nice because I never get to see anyone. Uh, schedules and, and whatnot being what they are. Um, but yeah, so in honor of Dragzilla tonight, I am pulling from the Neon Nightmare Tarot deck, which is by Miss Kitty Cush. Um it's a wild deck full of horror iconography paired with Lisa Frank style aesthetics. It's delightful. And today's card is no different. Uh, it's the King of Clowns. And in this deck, clowns uh, would be the cups in other, any other deck. Uh, so the King of Clowns, represented by Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons. Uh, this is a card about compassion, care, tenderness, and support. Um, you know, the, the king of, of clowns or the king of cups when ruling seeks to lift those around, uh, themselves and, and in their, their sphere rather than subjugate people or put others down, uh, for their sake of their own, uh, you know, rising up. Um, so maybe you're, 
uh, in the presence of a king and you're being shown love and compassion and support and, you know, be grateful for that and, and you know, take full advantage of, of the support that's being shown to you and, and make the most of it. Uh, or maybe you're the one who needs to show uh, support and compassion and love to the people around you. Um, you know, either way, emotional support and community rule the day when it comes to this card. Um, you know, bolster the people around you and, and find the people who will lift you up as well. You know, um, that is that is the message for the day. That is what I want you to take away from today. Um, we all you know, have so many communities that we're part of, um, you know, whether it's family or whether it's our chosen family and our friends or whether it's work or whether it's school or whether it's, you know, uh, fellow performers or whatever your community is, you know, be, be the person who lifts others up and find the people who will lift you up when you need it. And build your community around that positivity and that expression of, of, of building each other up. Because that's what in the end is going to be most important. Um, so I, I ask that of you. You know, lift each other up. Be there for each other. Um, and, you know, it's, it's been a longer episode. Thank you so much. Like, I am so grateful to everyone who listens. Y'all are just absolutely everything to me and I appreciate you and I, I can only ask one thing of you and that is to keep that trash fire burning.